To my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. It's Monday, April 23rd. We are here live. Pick up the phone and call. If you do it right now, you might be able to grab an open line before they get too busy. If you've got a question, a comment, a topic, anything at all you want to talk about, 8888 Road Dog will get you through. I'm going to get to those calls in just a couple of minutes. So uh, at Louisville this year, at the Mid-America Truck Show, I did something a little different. I have been giving seminars at the Louisville Truck Show for over 20 years. That was the first place I ever did a seminar. Um, That's kind of where I got started doing the Partners in Business program back in the 90s, and I still do. Uh, partners in business today. We just don't do partners in business at Louisville anymore. We do it at Gats a couple other times. Um, This year I did something very different at Louisville, though. I normally, I talk about very, very specific truck stuff, fuel mileage, fuel tax, uh, revenue, rates and lanes, working with brokers, things that are very, very specific to trucking. And people love that. I know they do. I know that's what they're looking for. They want to know if I do this, I'll get, you know, four-tenths of a mile per gallon better. If I do this, I'll lower my maintenance cost. If I do this, I can save on taxes. If I do this, I'll get a better rate. I know that that's what people want. That's normally what I give them. But I also know that there's something that most small business owners need. They don't necessarily realize they need it. So this year I thought, I'm going to do something different. I had uh, one seminar every day of the show this year, Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And I was the first seminar every morning. So I decided to do a series of three seminars that built on each other, but they were not very truck-specific at all. They were about 90% business in general. And about 10% that I kind of gave some examples of how these things would work in trucking. But it was mostly a very general business seminar. I I covered very basic, or what I think of as very basic business concepts. But just because they're basic doesn't mean people know them. In fact, most people don't. And that's why I decided to do it. I knew I was taking a little bit of a chance, but after the first day... I knew I had kind of hit a home run with this one. The material was really good. I felt good that day, and I delivered it well, I think. And the response from the audience was excellent. And the next morning, it was obvious people liked it because the first day was busy. And I was a little worried because on Thursday, the opening day of the show, technically it doesn't open till noon, 
well, my seminar was at 10 a.m. before the show's even open. Well, I didn't think I was going to have anybody in there, and the room was full. The second day, so many people came back, the room was standing room only, and the third day it was just packed. So people responded well to this new concept of just doing very basic general business concepts and then wrapping some trucking lessons uh, around it and weaving some things in there. Uh, I was very happy with it. In fact, I'm I'm working on expanding that idea because it's one of the things I see definitely small carriers are struggling with. So some of these concepts aren't as important if you're leased to a carrier. It's not to say they're not important, but maybe not as important. It was really focused on people with their own authority or who wanted to get their own authority. And that's where where sometimes things go haywire. You know, when you're leased to a carrier, I'm not saying it's not a business. It is. But when I was leased to a carrier, it's not all that hard. Uh, It's hard work, but it's not all that difficult. I mean, they handled a lot of stuff I never had to deal with. All I really had to deal with was running my trucks efficiently. So understanding fuel mileage, understanding maintenance, understanding taxes, um, knowing how to read a profit and loss statement and control costs, those kind of things. Um, I was really good at those, and that's how you made money. I didn't have to worry about sales and marketing and invoicing and supply and demand and all those other things. Now, I knew those things, but I didn't need them when I was leased to a carrier. But running a, a truly independent business and in trucking that would mean having your own authority and being a carrier changes the whole game and a lot of times we don't make that transition people who were were doing really well leased to a carrier start struggling um, when they get their own authority and I, I I've been looking at that for a while and and trying to nail down exactly why where do these people need more help And it turns out that it's not more advanced. And many times that's what they think they need. They would come to me and say, well, what about an advanced course or an advanced program? Well, it's the opposite. Turns out they don't need advanced. They need very, very basic business principles. Things like why does a business even exist? Do we ever ask ourselves that question? What is the purpose of this business? Why does it exist or why does any business exist? So I spent time on that. And then providing value, true value to your customers, figuring out who your customers are or who they should be. And I I went through a lot of different stuff. I went through understanding supply and demand because that gets a lot of people screwed up. So I I thought it was really good material. I'm building on that. I'm going to do more of that at the CMC this year. I am completely rewriting all of my CMC material, and this is just a part of it, a small part of it. Because at the CMC, I have all week. We have, you know, 10 hours a day for five days a week, and I can do basic business, advanced business, fuel mileage, maintenance, taxes, sales, marketing, everything we want. We have lots of time. Although, even at the CMC, I have to pick and choose. I I could do the CMC for two weeks if I wanted. There's that much material we could cover. So I'm rewriting it. There's a lot of basic stuff, but good business knowledge. 
one of the writers, or actually several of the writers from Overdrive uh, and Randall Riley sat through the seminars all three days. Somebody was in there. I think the second day they actually filmed, um, and Overdrive has asked my permission, and I'm going to let them put together a program and put it online um, of the second day uh, on video. So today I was just reading, you know, newsletters like I normally do. I start every morning reading 10 or 15 newsletters, business, trucking, money, health, all kinds of things. And I see there's an article about me from Overdrive. And it was talking about the fact that I I was covering these basic business concepts. So I thought, oh, I've been meaning to write something up about this and put it on Facebook. Now I don't need to write it. Overdrive wrote it for me, and it's my material, and they did a great job writing it. So I'll just post it. And I did. Now, the quote that I put in, let me go back. I just want to read this to you so we, we get the quote that I put in because... I get it that I'm going to get a lot of controversy on Facebook. I always have. But when I write something like this, um, so this is a quote from the article, and and the writer was quoting from what I was saying at the seminar. It says, truckers should make their value known to brokers, become a problem solver for them, he says, meaning I said, and brokers will be more likely to throw the best load your way. Owner-operators should take their brokers out for coffee or lunch occasionally as a means to separate themselves from their competition. Then a question, how do you provide more value than anybody else, and what can you do that nobody else does for your customers? That was the quote that I, I took out of this article, and those were my words, word for word. And I posted that, thinking, that's pretty non-controversial. I mean, all I'm saying is identify your customers, build a relationship with them, maybe take them out to lunch or coffee, provide value to them, figure out what you can do. And yet, some of the comments are just ridiculous, really. Oh, some of the comments are like, why would I ever take the broker out to lunch? They should take me out to lunch. Okay, if that's the way you think. um, Somebody said that there's no way... Any owner-operator has time to schmooze with a bunch of brokers. And I thought, well, of course they do. I know many good, successful owner-operators who do this. I say many, but not many in the big scheme of things, but I know people that do. It works really well. I mean, this is just business. This isn't anything controversial or revolutionary. But then it goes on. I was wondering, I said, why wouldn't you have time? I mean, you eat anyway. You're going to lunch. How hard is it to go visit a broker and take them to lunch? And he said, well, I worked with over 100 brokers last year. Oh, well, maybe there's your problem. Anyway, I'm going to get to a break. We'll be right back. We're going to get to your calls and questions. Let me see if we have any open lines. Doesn't look like it, but keep trying. 8888 Road Dog. We'll be right back. Kevin Rutherford.
you a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our TriCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio World listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Habits and access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our TriCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TriCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90 miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to get right to the phone. So let's go to Texas. Mike, welcome to the program. Thanks for taking my call, Kevin. I love your program. Thanks for all you do for guys like me. You've made a big difference in my my operation and how I do things. So thank you. You're welcome. What can I help you with? Hey, tonight? I got this uh, idea. You're, you're often talking about um, go out and find direct shippers. So I'll be kind of working on that here yeah. in the last couple of days. Yeah. And um, when I do that, you know, 
obviously I have to have some kind of paperwork, you know. I mean, the broker, I have my own authority, so when I use a broker, I got to, you know, go through all their paperwork, you know, make sure I read it, sign it, and dot the T's, so, so to speak. There must be something I have to give the, the uh, shipper, right? I should be working uh, on something there. Yeah, uh, you know, but it's a lot less. It's it's surprising. There's much more paperwork um, with a broker in the middle because one, you're adding a third party. You know, yeah. now you don't just have two companies in the transaction; right. you have three. And we, the law holds certain middlemen to different standards. So brokers are are in what's considered a, a fiduciary position, meaning. They're holding a bunch of money, and that's why we make brokers have surety bonds and and other things. And there's lots of rules and regulations, and that's why there's so much paperwork. You actually cut a lot of that paperwork out when you go to the shipper. And and what I would do, and and don't feel like you've got to have this all figured out before you go. Shippers realize sometimes carriers are just getting started and i would be honest about that and it's nothing to be ashamed of and i would work with them on what they need because every shipper is either going to want or need something a little different and rather than have a system and say you know here's what i do so this is what i'm going to give you um why not you know if you're going to get a direct shipper why not even customize some stuff for them the way they want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of how I how I've approached it the last few days. Is hey, you know, I've got this. You know, here's my operation. You know, I'm out to help. You know, what are what are some needs that you're you're needing? You know, what are some things you've had with your current you know carriers and some challenges you've had? And yeah, just trying to like say work yep. a conversation that kind of gears around. Hey, you know, I'm not the, I'm not the fix all, but hey, you know what. Give me a chance when you can, and we'll see what we can do, you know. And, Wait, have and you, uh, all you do is give have, me a chance. Have you ever heard me talk about my number one favorite sales technique? I don't know that I have. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it. And I don't do this one a lot on the air. I do it at seminars. <laughs> I do it in some of my courses. So I, I never really okay. liked sales. I would never apply for a sales job. It's just not me. I, I don't think of myself as yeah. a salesperson. It's not something I've ever really wanted to do. Sales is a tough business. And I learned that early on when right. I became a freight broker for the first time. And I had to go out and sell. And honestly, it sucked. And and here's the thing. I like pleasing yeah. people. And, and I don't like being told no. No hurts. You know, and I, t- yeah. I tend to take it personally. No and one of the things you learn about sales is you have to hear no, 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 50 times, and then you get a yes. And and most good salespeople know that if if their goal for the day is they have to make three sales, then they're going to have to make 150 phone calls. I mean, that that's just, it's a numbers game, and you got to be good at it. But So I hated that part of it. So I started developing techniques, first off, so that I didn't hear no so often. And people are sometimes shocked. Let me give you one of my favorites. Works almost every time. Almost. That that I can almost guarantee. And I, I have done this when I was a broker. Yeah. I did it as a carrier. I've done it in virtually every business I run. So let me tell you how I would approach a shipper. First off, I'd work with smaller shippers. So I get closer to the people making the decisions, and they're more likely to work with a small carrier. 
Um, so I, I've identified this shipper. I walk in. I get the appointment. I don't like cold calls, so I get an appointment. I sit down. We start talking, and we get to know each other. We get through all that small talk, and I say, look, let, let, me, let me do this. I know, because every business has problems, I know you have a load that every time you have to move that load, it gives you a headache. It, it's the worst load. Somewhere in here is the worst load you do. You hate it. You can't pay enough on it because of budgets or other reasons, so you know you're not paying enough. It's always got a problem or six, and you just dread doing it. And normally what happens is you give it to a broker, he pawns it off on some carrier, and it's somebody different every week. I said, and I can see the guy's shaking his head, as he's nodding as I'm saying this, because everybody has problems. Sure, sure. So now I've, I've already, he's bought in, you know, because he's saying, wow, this guy really knows me. Well, every business is that way. So I say, here's the thing. I yeah. want that load. Give me that worst load that you have. I, and let me see if I can fix it. Sure. Let me see if I can make it just a little better because that's what I do well. I'm a problem solver. So let me take that problem and make it better. And I will. I, I, might, I won't make it perfect. I won't ever make it your best load, but I'm going to make it better than it is. Let me see if I can do that. Now, how many people are going to say no? Yeah, very few. Very few. So yeah. right, please, right away. please. Let yeah, me, let me, let me exactly. over to give it to you. Exactly. So right away, I've solved one of my problems, which is I hate hearing no. Um, now, I may not have gotten yeah. great work that I really want, but I've at least gotten my foot in the door, and I didn't get a no. I got a yes. Sure. Um, this load probably does suck. It's not going to pay enough. It's going to be a headache. But so what? Uh, I, and again, I am a problem solver. I will find ways to make this better. In fact, I even make it may make it good enough that I'll do it, you know, every week if he has it. And and maybe after I solve yeah. the problems, maybe then I can negotiate a better rate on it, too, because now I've provided value and they don't have to worry about this load every week. So ultimately, I may be able to get paid more. But here's the other thing. If I do that I, and, and I'm not going to do that forever. And I'm not going to take all of your worst loads. And people are afraid of this technique when I talk about it because they think they're going to be taken advantage of. And the opposite is hap- happens if you know how to do this. After I prove to you that I'm a problem solver with your worst load, your biggest nightmare, wouldn't you also be more likely to give me your best customer's work because you know I'll take care of it. If I did that well on your worst load that doesn't pay, how much better am I going to do on something where you're paying me well and it's not as much of a headache? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm bought in, Kevin. I want it. (laughs) Try it. That's it, good. Try it. That's it was good. one of my favorites. It works, works a lot. Yeah. And I've used different versions of it in almost every business I've run. I opened today's show talking about, you know, I've been doing seminars 20-some years at Louisville. Um, yep. Not only yep. did I do the first seminar free, I paid all of my own expenses to get there to do it. I didn't get paid a penny, and I paid all my expenses to get there. It's because I was an unknown. Nobody was going to pay me to do a seminar. Why would they? I had to prove right. myself first. Yeah. 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 Hey, can I ask you one more thing? Yep. 
So last week you are talking with one of the other, another owner-operator named Matt about insurance. Somebody called in about trying to look, find the better insurance numbers. Yeah. Is that is that is Matt's information out there at all, or is that that insurance guy's information out there anywhere I could go look I, for? Matt, I, know I use Matt, uh, I have Progressive, and I tell you, I pay okay. twenty grand, man. It's crazy. Okay, well, Matt didn't send it to me the next day. I think he forgot, or maybe I missed it somewhere. I might have. But the interesting thing is, I think Matt's on the line with us. How about that? Maybe he'll talk about. It. Is is Matt on the line with us? Yes, I am. <laughs> Wow! Can you hear me? <laughs> Look, it, it's modern technology. Yeah, it's the it's the yeah, magic of uh, technology. I, I'm sorry, Kevin. I have not got that over to you. <laughs> That's okay. Um, made extremely busy. But uh, if if anybody wants to look it up, it just this is just the broker that I have. The name of the business is Cottingham and Butler. Uh, they have multiple offices around the country. Their main one, the one that I use, is out of Dubuque, Iowa. But I know they got offices in, like, Florida, and I don't even know where else, but quite a few. Nice. Nottingham and, and Butler? Cotting. C-O-T-T-I-N-G-H-A-M. And Butler. And Butler. Yep. Wow, this is awesome, Kevin. Thank you, Mr. Matt. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, Mike. <laughs> Did thanks. This today? Thank, thanks for calling, Matt. We'll uh, talk. Uh, yeah, Matt. Um, Matt, I'm going to come back to you because I think you probably had something you actually called to talk about too, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> All right, so I'll put you back on hold, and we will come back and do that right after this. I just, the caller was asking about Matt, and I just happened to look down and saw him there on the board, so good timing. We'll get to a break. We'll be right back. Keep trying. Phone lines have been pretty busy tonight, but I think they're starting to slow down a little bit. You might be able to get through. 88-88 Road Dog. Kevin Rutherford. And know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30 day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855 800 Fuel. That's 855 800 3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost 
and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel gauges track each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90 miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com. Or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Are you a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, have you heard? We have an app to make listening to our shows easier than ever. It's free, it's simple, it does one thing and it does it really well. Download the app, open it, and listen to our shows. The Power Hour, Questions from the Road, Destination Health, and more. Listen live, listen anytime, and never miss a show again. To find it, search your app store for Audio Road. One word, that's Audio Road. It's one more way we help you master the journey. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're going to get right back to the phone calls. 8888 Road Dog, if you want to join us, we're heading off to Minnesota. Matt, welcome to the program. All right, Kevin. Um, I can add a little bit to the whole insurance thing, too. Uh, I don't know in great detail about everything, but insurance companies actually work more the way you think a business should run. You know, if you take your cell phone company or cable company, they give new customers a big break (laughs) and then charge you higher rates the longer you've been with them. Right, (laughs) right. Well, insurance is nothing but a numbers game and statistics. Right. And a young new carrier, somebody who just got their authority, is a higher risk. Yes. So they charge them more, and new customers, obviously. And the longer you've been with them, 
they give you discounts. So that's yeah. one factor. Yeah, that's one. You uh, know, I, I saw it. Oh, go ahead. Oh, another one that I found out this year, because I believe I had like 65000 stated value between truck and trailer. And when the quote came back, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I can drop that down and save a little money. My actual rate, you know, per $1,000 of, of coverage went up Went up yeah. when I dropped the value. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm insuring less, so they charge me more. <laughs> they charge you more. Yeah. Yeah, good. Hey, I, I also, I, I, and I just but, haven't had time to go dig deeper into this, but I keep hearing some things about um, insurance companies jacking up the rate on 99 and older all of a sudden because of uh, their ELD exempt. Um, I guess I haven't seen that. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me because it's, it's, again, a statistic. It's a liability issue. Right, right. I mean, the chances of somebody getting sued over having a falsified ELD has got to be much slimmer than a paper logbook. Absolutely. Yep. So I haven't. I don't know that that's true. I, I've only seen some things here and there, but when I read it, it made sense just for all the reasons you just said. Yep. So, um. There was one other thing I was going to say, but I forgot it already. So, we'll we'll go to my uh, actual reason for calling. Okay. Uh, you are talking about taking brokers out to lunch, going and meeting them. Yes. It's not even that hard. Just stopping in to say hi. Yeah, well, true. <laughs> you know, just That's passing right. through town. Five <laughs> minutes of your time <laughs> makes a major difference. <laughs> you know, and meeting them face it, to face. Exactly. And I don't know why. People don't get I, I just and I've had this experience so many times that for me, it's just second nature. But I just did it again. I, I was out on that long road trip and I had lots of events and lots of things going on. But I made time if I was anywhere near companies we work with, potential customers, partners, whatever it was. Um, so when I left. Palm Desert, instead of heading straight up I-5, which would have been the quick way home for me, I was four hours past Larry Wingett's house. Well, four hours, I mean, it's a lot of driving, and it probably adds eight to my whole trip by going that way, maybe even more. But that's an important relationship, So, and I could get some things done. So I shot back, spent a day at Larry's house. We got some cool stuff done. And from there, I thought, well, you know, I might as well go home through Flagstaff. It's the shortest way anyway. And one of the companies we work with on the health side, Fat Bomb, F-Bomb, they're in Flagstaff. So I stopped in to see them. The cool thing was on the backside of their building, they have RV hookups. So they let me park in the back and hook up and... <laughs> We went out to a cool keto dinner, and you know, and that's the first time I've met them. We've worked with them for over a year. We're one of their top retailers, but we've never met because we're in Portland and they're in Flagstaff. But when I got a chance, I'm going to go out of my way and I'm going to go meet them. And and since I have, that was less than two weeks ago. The whole relationship's changed. 
We, we worked on new ideas. You know, technology, I don't care how good technology is, all the video, all that stuff, it doesn't replace face-to-face contact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because even communication, you know, over the phone and definitely email and that stuff, you can never get a sense of, uh, you know, I guess a person's, I don't want to say attitude, but... Um, <laughs> You know, just just a sense how they're feeling. It's, Absolutely. There, there's I, so much more in person. I couldn't agree more, and I talk about this all the time. This is a big thing for me. Not only do you – it's very hard to tell. Like you said, an attitude, that's not a bad word. I mean, it is almost impossible to tell sometimes what their attitude is. Or you completely get it wrong just because of the way they write. You know, it, it, it maybe they missed a comma or something, you know, and you get not only do you not get information, but what's worse is you get bad information. Yeah, you know, the phrase words matter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes the or you put the words in makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> yep, that's right. And sometimes uh, it's just. The inflection you put on a word somewhere I'd like I need to go find this somewhere there is a sentence and it's got like seven or eight words in it and they actually have heard people do this they go through and they keep rereading the sentence but they put the inflection on a different word each time all seven times the sentence is complete it has a completely different meaning just because of the inflection put on a different word. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, there's uh, two different brokers I've met up with over the years that I've had the chance. And it it's like the next day the relationship changed completely. Yep. And both of them were just, just passing through town. I give them a call, you know, an hour ahead of time, say I'm coming through, just want to stop in, say hi, shake your hand. And, and that was it. You know, I didn't go out to dinner, didn't even have any real time. Right, right. But it made a huge difference. Yep. It, it, it's, it's big. And yet, when I post something that basic that I would think, there's no way to argue this. You should go meet your customers and provide more value to them. That's what businesses do. And yet, I was called an idiot, and how, what the hell do I know, and... I, it was unbelievable. I was looking at it today thinking, is there not anything I can post without being called an idiot? <laughs> well, there, there's been a good one floating around the last couple of days about factoring again, and I've seen you commented on it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I've given up commenting on those. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but well, it, it's, you know, factoring, if the... Um, Everything you need to do as a carrier, or things you guess you don't even need to do some of them, but all the responsibilities of being a carrier, it's amazing how people want to own and run their own business, but then all the requirements of running that business, they want to hire it out to somebody else. <laughs> right. And I get, there are times it makes sense. There are certain things that it is cheaper to hire it out and let someone else do. Correct. But you should at least have the knowledge of doing it yourself first. That, 
That's a really good point. And, and when I teach people this, I say, look, make a list of all the things that have to get done. Like you just did, IFTA, you've got this, you've got maintenance. I mean, think of all the things it's, that are required to do the business. Make a list of them and then decide which ones you want to do and which ones you're good at and you could do and save money and then figure out you know, who you're going to give the others to. You can't do everything, uh, but figure out what it is you want to do and what you're going to pay somebody else to do. Oh, yeah, because that's, you know, I used to do 90% of all my own maintenance, and I haven't changed a tire now in probably two years. Yeah. It's yeah. the time involved and, you know, that it, it's easier to pay somebody that does that every day and, yep. you know, they're happy to charge a $10 or $15 fee to take a tire on and off. Well, <laughs> to me, that's worth it nowadays. Yeah. I, I, you spend more time trying to find all the tools you need to get them all together. Hey, there's a break. I've got to get to it. The CMC 2018 registration is open. The event is September 17th in Council Bluffs, Iowa don't know what it is go check out the website letstruck.com you'll see it under the events tab you can always call us it's a five day five full days of trucking business everything you can imagine three or four hundred owner operators all good business minded or owner operators together in one place for a week there's a lot of great networking give you a phone number when we get back from this break. Stick around. Kevin Rutherford. Join us for the 2018 CMC Live Seminar. The biggest, baddest educational event dedicated to the trucking industry. This event takes place September 17th through the 21st at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, Iowa. This five-day seminar focuses solely on the unique challenges and opportunities that truck drivers face every day, not only on the job, but in all facets of life. Learn from the industry's top leaders, network with fellow drivers, and start running more effective and profitable businesses. Spots are filling up fast. Don't miss this opportunity to take action on your business, your life, and your future. Together, we can help you master the journey. Register online at letstruck.com or call our TRICARE team at 855-800-FUEL with any questions. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Habits and access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our TRICARE team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? 
use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel Gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90 miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com. Or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. I told you I'd give you a phone number. If you have any questions about the CMC, we have a payment plan. We make it really easy. It doesn't take you about 100 bucks to get signed up. Um, this is the event. We've been doing this. This is our 13th year now. It gets better every year. This is uh, the biggest rewrite I have done of my material in quite a few years. Many years, as a matter of fact. So... Uh, Larry Wingett is back with us. In fact, Larry Wingett will be doing something special this year. We might tell you about that soon. Um, and so much more. Pittsburgh Power will be back. Um, give us a call. We can answer all your questions. We can get you signed up. 855-800-FUEL. It's 855-800-3835. All right, we're going to get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Oklahoma. Mike, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, sir. First-time caller. Great to have you here. What can I help you with? Um, I'm a new owner-operator. I bought myself a, a nice T660 from a retired gentleman that turned it into the dealer. The dealer gave me the number. I was able to talk to the feller. He uh change oil every 15,000 miles and he said he uh did all the death system at 275,000 and now I have 375,000 on it and I'm getting this uh warning on the dash is 25% derate in three hours so I was going to take it to the dealer but I was hoping to be a little bit more knowledgeable before I took it to him by talking with you well, I mean, I, I can help a little, but not a lot, because there are probably a hundred reasons why you could get that message. 
These engines are designed to derate for all kinds of emission errors. Um, And the idea is if the emission system isn't functioning properly, they don't want you to just drive it that way for months and months. Because then what's the point in having the system? So they derate as a way to force you to get it fixed. But there are lots of things that could happen. Now, um, I have a theory, and I'll throw it out, and that is that if he had to replace the entire system that early, the reason the DPFs tend to clog isn't the DPF normally. It's the fact that the engine is putting out too much soot. So some part of the engine isn't tuned properly or functioning properly or uh, the EGR system isn't functioning properly, the variable geometry turbo. The engine's producing too much soot. That's what's clogging the DPF and causing the, the problems downstream. That's the most common thing. So it's possible that he had all those problems. That's why he had to replace the DPF so early. And now here we are 100,000 miles later, and they're starting again. Because I think there's probably something going on engine-wise that's causing this. Okay. Even though the DPF status digital gauge says clean? Uh, Well, no. Now that you put that statement in, then this problem may not be a DPF problem at all. Probably isn't. It's just some sort of uh, engine. Like I said, that's why there's a hundred things that could cause this. Any emission-related problem on the engine will send that same D-rate signal. Okay. All right. And so, you know, this engine has a Cummins IXX2350 and I hear guys saying you can lug this all the way down to 1,100. You know, I feel I only take it down about 13. I feel uncomfortable going that low. How low well, can we run these? Oh, well, if you really want the correct answer to that question, how low can you run it? 800? I mean, you can run it as low as you want. Now, let me ask you a question. What makes you uncomfortable about 1,100? I guess just driving older trucks. Okay. So you know, were, were you... supposed to keep the RPMs up. Were, were you taught how to drive on a mechanical engine? Yes. Okay. So was I. And so were a lot of people. And, and people that were taught on a mechanical engine have the hardest time with this. So let me tell you one of the biggest reasons why you've got to get out of that mindset. So the reason we were told absolutely don't let the engine lug down, that on a mechanical engine, think about this, the only thing that controls how much fuel that's going into the cylinder is where your right foot is. So if you let that engine lug down to a lower RPM and you keep your foot into the throttle, it's dumping fuel into the cylinders because nothing is controlling that. And it dumps way more fuel into the cylinder than you can burn so that fuel washes around the rings, down the pistons, and dilutes the oil. And that's what used to attack the bearings. And that's why we used to do bearings every 200 or 250,000 miles. We don't do that ever anymore. 
Um, so that was the reason. You got lots of fuel dilution. But the minute we switch to electronics, it, as long as the electronics are working properly, and they usually are, they will not put more fuel into the cylinder than you can burn. So even if you lug it way, way, way down and keep your foot all the way to the floor, it won't put that much fuel in. So no harm, no foul. You might not be in the power band. You might not be getting your best fuel economy, but you're not hurting anything. Okay. It doesn't create a hammering effect that's nope. like hammering on the, the bottom end bearings? No, part of that was too much fuel going into the cylinder. And we don't have that fuel problem anymore. So, no, there's the, you're doing no harm whatsoever. Again, it doesn't mean that's where you want to be. It doesn't mean that's where we have our best power and fuel economy. But just to let people know, and like I said, it's usually the old timers like us, um, you're not doing any damage to that engine, no matter how low you run it. Now I'll go a step further. The newer and newer these diesels have become, so, you know, 15, 16, 17, now 18 and 19, we are, we are able to run them at lower and lower RPMs and get even better fuel economy. You know, the, what the goal is almost to get down to like a marine diesel, where those things are barely turning over all day long. And and we're getting there in trucks. You can run some of these trucks down at 1,100 now, and that's where the best power and fuel economy is. Okay. So so since, so since it's electronic, does that – so when you climb on a hill, do you just put your foot in it and let the computer decide how much um, fuel to give it? Um, nope. That's one exception. Or, or, that is one exception because there what you're – now what you're telling the computer is the computer's the, that engine's working hard now. It's building more RPMs. It's building more turbo boost, um, more fuel, and you're putting your foot all the way to the floor saying, I want more. And it, it's going to keep giving it because there's work there to do. So we need, that's the one point where we need to decide, do we want to be, up the hill as fast as we can possibly get, or are we willing to lose four or five miles an hour so that we were not foot to the floor all the way up the hill? I prefer finding a gear. I keep downshifting till I hit a gear where I could actually accelerate if I wanted to. And then I back off a little bit, let the speed drop four or five miles an hour, and you'll do way better going up the hill on fuel economy. And you barely lose 30 seconds. Yeah, I agree. It, you know, it's got the digital torque gauge. It'll go up to like 85. I usually back it down to like 60, 65 and climb around there. You know, I've yeah. never been comfortable holding anything to the floor. Right. And that's good. That's you know, exactly and, and what also, you want to do. This truck has an 18-speed with um, the 336 gears, and only in six over will it vibrate. And and no other gears can get it to vibrate, but when you're pulling hard in six over, it will get a vibration. Uh, you know, I wouldn't worry about it. I, I've seen other trucks that do this, and it, it could be a couple things that just the way the gears line up at that point might be slightly off. 
Um, I've seen a couple of weird reasons. It might be that certain RPM that it hangs out at and torque curve, and that combination creates something that causes the noise. Um, As long as it doesn't get worse or start doing it in another gear, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Hey, and I have a health question for you. Sure. Um, My mom has been, you know, my mother's always trying to get me to be healthier. And so she's got me drinking these terrible tasting V8s. Do you uh, give those thumbs up? No. They're garbage. I mean, I guess they might be slightly better than a soda, um, but probably not a whole lot um, for a lot of reasons. And V8 makes a ton of different now, so I'm not sure which one you might be talking about, but it doesn't really matter. I don't like any of them. Um, We might talk about that someday on another health show, but I've got to get out of here tonight. Thanks for joining me. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford.